absolutely packed show today. We are going to go through all of the latest developments of the deranged eunuch state's war with President Trump and his supporters, the ransacking of Mar-a-Lago and even Melania's wardrobe. We're also going to put for you the full text, a dramatic reading by myself, of General Milley's resignation letter that he penned to President Trump. But I want to remind you guys about the College Scam, collegescam.com. Go there right now, collegescam.com, how America's universities are bankrupting and brainwashing away the future of America's youth. It's a new book by Charlie Kirk. All proceeds from book sales go to Turning Point USA. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is August 10th, 2022, Anno Domini. Today's headlines, number one, shock. The FBI ransacking Melania's wardrobe. We're going to go through all the new developments in the case. Second, General Milley was triggered by Trump's BLM riot crackdown, and he wrote an emotional resignation letter. We've got the full text of that. Third, how the CCP won the Taiwan war games. And finally, a suspect in serial Muslim killings who was condemned by President Biden and VP Harris was actually revealed to be Muslim himself. All this in Moorhead, Human Events Daily. Uh, you know, most of our history, we didn't didn't have those institutions. The FBI came in uh, during the First World War, and interestingly enough, the one thing that Woodrow Wilson did, he used the FBI to spy on American citizens and actually arrest them if they disagreed with his foreign policy about going to war in Europe. And isn't it interesting how recent they used it in the Vietnam era? Democrats used it there, and Republicans used the FBI to spy on a hundred different groups in this country, including the churches, who disagree with the policy in uh, Central America. It almost looks like the FBI was designed to spy on Americans who might be disagreeing uh, with policy, especially the foreign policy. So the FBI, although I don't think I could condemn everything they've ever done, because I'm sure uh, some of the investigations and investigation of crime uh, has been beneficial, but that could be accomplished through Justice Department within our states. Look, you just heard it from Ron Paul all the way back in 1988. I got to tell you guys, Ron Paul has been doing this longer than many of you have been alive. Not all of you, but many of you. He came first, came first in so much of this. Back then, we weren't even talking about dismantling the administrative state. But you know what? We owe the man credit. We owe him the credit he's due. And we're going to give him that credit right now. By the way, also, huge announcement before we get into the story, liberty at tpusa.com. Send us your email, send us your comment, send us your sources, send us your connections. We've got the new email address set up. So liberty at tpusa.com. It goes directly to me. I'm going to read every single email that comes in through there. So liberty at tpusa.com. Send me an email and you might even get a response. So all the updates from the FBI desecrating the Winter White House desecrating President Trump's personal residence. And now we find from the great article, the New York Post, from the incredible Randa Devine, the FBI even ransacked First Lady Melania Trump's personal wardrobe. I want you to I want you to think about where we are as a country right now. Now, you've, you've probably no doubt heard that headline. We know that President Trump is now up in New York testifying today in a probe by the New York State Attorney General. But just 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 step back. All right, step back. Our state, 
Our corrupt administrative state is crumbling. The liberal world order is crumbling. You are looking at a system in complete decline. Let me tell you something. That system is in decline because of you. That system is threatened by you and the people that President Trump represents. They're threatened and they feel that threat because they know deep down that their power is called into question. And that if this movement is able to retake power in the United States of America, that they're coming directly for them. This is a preemptive coup. It's a preemptive coup of the America First movement. It's a preemptive coup even before any elections are held because they are trying to determine who has the power and the sovereignty in our country. Does the national security state have the power to determine who is allowed to be the president of the United States or does that power reside with the people? That is the question before us right now. And they've lost their soft power. Yesterday, we did the special. Thank you so much for watching it. We talked all about the FBI's history and we talked about how Hollywood plays a huge role in that propaganda. Well, guess what? The soft power is gone because we realize that it's not Scully and Mulder, all right? It's not Booth and Bones out there working for the FBI. No, no, it's Ray, it's McCabe, it's Comey, Strzok, Lisa Page. Our federal government is run by these losers. They are inept losers. And you remember the text messages. When you go back to the Strzok Page text messages, the one that I really want you to focus on is this. When they said, Trump supporters smell like Walmart. I'm going to say that again. The FBI believes, and they joke about you behind your back, and they say Trump supporters smell like Walmart. So they think of you. That's what they think of middle America. That's what they think about the people that the establishment has sold out, shipped the jobs over to the Middle East and Asia, shut down energy in this country, shut down the mines, shut down fracking, and they don't care. They don't care what they've done to your cities. They don't care what they've done to your families. Allowed the Chinese Communist Party to flood our cities and our towns with fentanyl, killing your children. And the FBI doesn't care. Why? Because you smell like Walmart. You're dealing with elitist suited scum. That's who they are. That's who they've always been. Liberals can play word games with the recession, but they can't hide the pain for Americans that they are feeling as a result of their destructive policies. Between inflation, the recession looming, and instability all over the geostrategic environment, you need to prepare before it's too late. That's why I recommend you diversify with gold and silver immediately. And the only company that Human Events Daily recommends is Allegiance Gold. My friends at Allegiance Gold can help protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver. Have it delivered securely right to your door. They will educate you on the benefits of physical gold because they care and want to build a long-term relationship. Allegiance Gold has the highest rating in the industry. Five stars with TrustLink, AAA rated with the Business Consumer Alliance, and have an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Get $500 of free silver on a qualifying purchase when you tell them that Poso sent you. So do not wait, call, or click today. Go to AllegianceGold.com slash Poso. The link's in the description. We cannot control the Biden regime, but we can prepare. AllegianceGold.com slash Poso. As many of you saw the result of the photograph of me at Lafayette Square last week, that sparked a national debate about the role of the military in civil society. I should not have been there. 
My presence in that moment and in that environment created a perception of the military involved in domestic politics. As a commissioned uniformed officer, it was a mistake that I have learned from, and I sincerely hope we all can learn from it. We who wear the cloth of our nation come from the people of our nation, and we must hold dear the principle of an apolitical military that is so deeply rooted in the very essence of our well general milley you know this is a story that was flying under the radar this week but i wanted to pick it up because it turns out and we've got the entire full text for you general milley do you remember all the way back when he was so upset he was so upset that president trump would place the security of the white house and the protection of the white house grounds at such a high priority that he would use federal troops to go forward and clear out the people that were setting fire to the White House in historic St. John's Church in 29 May 2020. That Then Milley came out, apologized for walking out with the president, for, de- for actually determining and uh, ordering law and order in our nation's capital. At the time when, keep in mind, the Secret Service had to bring the president all the way down to the bunker because they were worried that something might happen. No, 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 no. Milley apologizes to BLM, but what we also found out now is that General Milley at the time penned, I kid you not, an emotional resignation letter because he was so triggered by the crackdown on BLM and the Antifa rioters that were setting fire to the White House grounds. This thing, and we've got the entire thing up, go read the story by myself and Libby Emmons at postmillennial.com. This thing reads like an emotional Tumblr letter that was written by some kind of teenage girl. It's like something that you would find in one of Libs of TikTok's exposés. I'll I'll read to you from a little bit. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I regret to inform you that I intend to resign as your chairman of this Joint Chiefs of Staff. Thank you for the honor of appointing me as senior ranking officer. The events of the last couple weeks have caused me to do deep soul searching, and I can no longer faithfully and execute your orders. As chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, it is my belief that you are doing great and irreparable harm to my country. I believe that you have made a concerted effort over time to politicize the United States military. I thought that I could change that. But I've come to the realization that I cannot, and I need to step aside and let someone else try. I'm I'm dead serious. This is exact. I'm, I'm reading it verbatim. Mr. President, you are using the military to create fear in the minds of people, and we are trying to protect the American people. I cannot stand idly by and participate in that attack verbally or otherwise on the American people. The American people trust their military. We cannot turn back. It continues. Uh, wait, 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 this this is the best part. Okay, this is the best part. It is my deeply held belief that you are ruining the international order and causing significant damage to our country overseas that was fought for so hard by the greatest generation in 1945. 150 million people were slaughtered in the conduct of World War II. They were slaughtered because of tyrannies and dictatorships. That generation, like every generation, has fought against that, that fought against fascism, that fought against Nazism, has fought against extremism. It is now obvious to me that you don't understand that world order. You don't understand what the war was all about. In fact, you subscribe to many of the principles that we fought against. And I can't be a party to it. And it is with deep regret that I hereby submit my letter of resignation. 
Our country is run by emotionally unstable, middle-aged white men. These people are deranged eunuchs. This is the deranged eunuch state. This is the type of mentality that you get from reading books from the current events section at Barnes and Noble and then, and then binging too many History Channel documentaries. This guy went to Columbia and Princeton and that's, what is this, what is this writing level? Eighth grade? Seventh grade? Maybe? I don't know. When you look at the fact that our ships are burning down at the pier, that we can't even win a war in Afghanistan for 20 years. This is the guy who's in If you've got people, if you've got children that are in uniform, or members of your family in uniform, you need to demand change and demand that Millie step down immediately. We finally figured out how this works. If we want to change our nation and the direction that we are going, if we want to choose the door of our republic versus the door of Bolshevism, we have to change the way the marketplace works. And why? Because woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent on countries like the People's Republic that actively work against our values. It's time for a change, and that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why Human Events Daily is proud to partner with Public Square, the largest directory of freedom-loving businesses that our nation has ever seen. Public Square is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against the COVID mandates, or a bank that would never cancel you for your political views, Public Square is your guide. It's so easy. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play, download Public Square, Public SQ. You can also, if you have a business, you can list it for free so your local community can find you today. Download the app today, Public Square. Just run over to the App Store, Public Square, Public SQ. We still support the one China policy. We go there to acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is. There was nothing disruptive about that. It was only about saying China is one of the freest societies in the world. Don't take it from me. That's from Freedom House. Let's it's talk a, a little bit. democracy, yeah. courageous people. And, and it's it just, I don't know why it is, uh, except there's some commercial interest who would like to diminish uh, the relationship. All right. The email is liberty at tpusa.com. And also remember, we've got my pillow promo code POSO up. So if you are so upset about everything that's going on in our country, everything that's going on in our world, you're up at night, you're fretting, you're saying, how can I get any sleep? What can I do? Well, there is no fear. Have no fear. because. MyPillow.com promo code POSO is there to give you the best night's sleep in the whole wide world. I sleep with my family, right? We do the my pillows, we do the topper, we do the sheets. I've even got the little travel pillows for my kids. They've got the biblical uh, stories on them, and it's great for my son. I always say to my four-year-old, when we do our prayers, we pray in Latin every night, and then he says goodnight to Joseph, Mary, and baby Jesus, and then he says goodnight to Noah, Noah and the Ark. That's how he likes to say it, Noah and the Ark. Oh, he says, um, Joseph, Mary, baby Jesus, and sheep. You can't forget the sheep, folks. You can't forget the sheep. Getting back into it. Pat Buchanan's got a great article up, Buchanan.com. And essentially what he argues, and I would agree with this, how the CCP won the Taiwan war games. They won, right? Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi goes over there. And I told you from the start, Human Events Daily, was the only place in the entire country that said, Pelosi's doing this to help the CCP. This is a scam. 
It's a pump and dump for the semiconductor stocks. That's why she bought, she and her husband, her crooked husband with their inside trading deals, bought millions worth of stock in semiconductors. They dump it before she goes over there. Then they exacerbate the whole thing. CCP, what do they respond with? Missiles, ballistics over the island, the very first time you've ever seen it. Carrier movements. They blockaded the entire island strategically, militarily. They shut down the entire Taiwan Strait. What did we do? What did we do? We left the, the USS Ronald Reagan dancing around in the South China Sea, right? We didn't go up and confront them. We didn't confront them at all. We left it dancing around the South China Sea. And then Pelosi sends out these statements. Oh, 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 it's not diplomatic. It's not diplomatic. You lost. All right, you lost. So I'm going to say it again because I keep saying this. Taiwan should either do one of two things. Number one, either run up the CCP flag, the People's Republic of China flag, or get the mines ready on your submarines because the People's Liberation Army is coming across that strait. They're coming and they're going to blockade you. And that's going to be it. So even if you mine the waters, that's already an effective blockade. That's what happened in Odessa, by the way. But they did finally get some of the grain shipments out. Just understand, America is not coming to save you. The same way that America and the Biden regime let and walked the people of Ukraine down the primrose path to war with Russia, they're going to do the exact same thing to Taiwan. And Nancy Pelosi could care less because she and her husband will laugh all the way to the bank, all the way to the bank as Taiwan burns. And as the people of Taiwan are forced to adopt the People's Republic of China, are forced to adopt the CCP, shut down their elections, shut down their... It's over. It's over. Unless you get meaningful change in the leadership of the United States, a serious leader in the United States, it's done. Fait accompli. When I was in Davos, after we were detained by Klaus Schwab's apparatchiks and the World Economic Forum police, I walked around and everyone's talking about Ukraine, 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 Ukraine. Okay, got it. Not a single person, not one speaker, not one session, not even a breakout session, not even a sideline session at Davos even mentioned the word Taiwan. Why? Because the deal is done. The deal is done. The CCP is planning to take over Taiwan. And unless there is some meaningful change, in the US, it's done. The deal is done. So stop, just stop. Stop even worrying about it because it's over. We arrested 51-year-old Mohammed Saeed and charged him for the murder of two Muslim men in our community, Aftab Hussein and Mohammed Faisal Hussein. Uh, we are working with the district attorney's office on potential charges for the murder of two other Muslim men, Niam Hussein and Mohammed Zaire Ahmadi. We started to focus in on Mr. Saeed uh, and last night secured a search warrant for his residence near Gibson and Carlisle in southeast Albuquerque. As we were getting ready to execute that search warrant, we saw him load into a vehicle. As a matter of fact, the vehicle we believed that was used in the homicides that we put out on the poster, and we followed him. Uh, 
With the help of state police, we were able to stop that car near Santa Rosa, New Mexico. And at the same time, our SWAT team executed a search warrant safely on the occupied home, taking all the residents out and allowing our crime scene and homicide investigators to go into that home. Now, this is one of those stories that I just I had to cover. So send us your emails, liberty at TPSA.com. But I'm looking at this. And do you remember last Sunday, there were a couple of kind of kind of off topic tweets, right? Just off message tweets from VP Harris and President Biden. And they were talking about this Muslim serial killer in Albuquerque. Just suddenly out of nowhere, start talking about this. That's not terrible. I said, wow, a Muslim serial killer. What's going on with this? So I text up my good buddy Raheem Kassam on Sunday. I said, hey, what's up with this Muslim serial killer? Raheem texted me back immediately. He said, you know, they tried something like this in the UK a couple of years ago, and it turned out to be another Muslim involved in honor killings. I said, okay, interesting. And then immediately after that, nothing happened again, because I thought that I wondered, could it be something like that that we're looking at? Or maybe, maybe Biden and Harris know something, and that's why they're getting so in front of it. And it was another Muslim involved in honor killings. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Dailymail.com. Afghan man arrested on suspicion of murdering four fellow Muslims in Albuquerque in a fury after his Sunni daughter married a Shiite man. Mohammed Sayed 51 had previously faced domestic violence allegations. So this is a suspect who moved from the U.S. to Afghanistan. He was arrested in the serial killing of four Muslim men in Albuquerque over the past nine months. The president of the city's largest mosque said police told him that the suspect is a Sunni Muslim angered by his daughter marrying a Shiite Muslim. Right. Again, the blood feuds and ethnic and religious conflicts of other parts of the world are now being brought here. Isn't that nice? Mohammed Sayyid 51 was arrested on Tuesday after police sought information about a gray sedan seen at the murder scenes and the community offered tips. The same individual was charged with domestic violence in May of 2018, aggravated battery in December of 2018. Daily Mail has learned uh, it goes to the victims. They range from 62 to 25. Each of the men were immigrants to the United States, two from Afghanistan, two from Pakistan, all were fatally shot within a five mile radius of one another. And so I look at the Biden regime and I realize what they were trying to do. They wanted to change the conversation. They wanted so much for this to be a white supremacist. And let's just call it, they wanted it to be some kid who was posting on 4chan or 8chan or something. They wanted so much for there to be a serial killer who is going out and targeting people because of their race, that they overlooked the fact that it actually was honor killings or it was it was derived from honor killings because it was a religious and ethnic conflict that's been going on for hundreds of years in other parts of the world. But because they're all here now in Albuquerque, that's all playing out within our own societies. Isn't that nice? Isn't it wonderful? Just another story in the long chain reminding us that diversity and multiculturalism are our strengths. And that's all the time we have here, Human Events Daily. Now, uh, for those of you who are new to the program on the RAV audience, the Getter audience, thank you so much for watching. I know yesterday's show went completely viral. Thank you so much. Remember, new piece of homework here. Send us your email, liberty at tposa.com. I am personally going to check every email, and I may, I may just respond to you. And, by the way, I might even read some on air, some of the best emails. So send us your very best. We have the very best emails, folks. But one thing that we'd like to do here is our motto. 
Be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us, like I said, send us your email, liberty at tposa.com. And then if you're on the podcast side, leave us a five-star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. What did we talk about today? Shock, the FBI ransacking Melania's wardrobe and Mar-a-Lago. Next, Millie triggered by Trump's BLM riot crackdown, writing an emotional resignation letter. Third, I want my Oscar for that, by the way. Third, how the CCP won the Taiwan war games. And then fourth, the suspect in the serial Muslim killings that were condemned by Biden and Harris was revealed to be a Muslim himself. It was actually honor killings. Amazing. You know, the way that we structured this show, the way I structured it was based on the commander's update briefs that I used to do in the Navy. And that's why we do the retention piece at the very end to just kind of go over the stories again, because it will, I guarantee you, you may not even realize it yet, but it will actually help you remember the four segments that we hit throughout the day when I hit them again at the very end. The other thing that we like to do before we leave is to remind you of today's history break. On this day, all the way back in 1997, 10 August, was the day the last British troops left Hong Kong and that Hong Kong was turned over to the CCP. The very same is going to come for Taiwan. We sold out Hong Kong. We said, we, oh, we said, oh, we'll defend them for 50 years and we'll uphold democracy. We didn't uphold anything. The exact same thing, mark my words, will happen with Taiwan because the West is feckless. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.